0: Ready, Nick? Let's do it.
1: All right, everybody, talk about it outdoors live in the Wiltshire studio. Alex, Nick, and Mr. Mark Tucker is joining us in-house, in-person, and for his first debut show with us. Hey, back by popular demand, all. All the boys and the ladies from time to time been hollering and screaming. They wanted to see these full draw assassins come back and kick it up with us. Y'all pull up a chair and set a while. This is going to be a fun one. And Nick, I better go ahead and clarify right out of the gate. Both of these are taken men and they're knocked up for auction. But they might have a couple of partners of theirs that ain't on with us tonight. Oh, Colton and Tyler, they, them boys may be single. They' that, young. That's the one the women are looking for. Yeah, I guarantee you. I see them strutting around everywhere they go. But I tell you what, they ain't been on the scene like our boy Kyle and Derek have been. And I am proud to have them back tonight, guys. Welcome. Ain't no introduction needed. Everybody knows who you are. Y'all been a part of us for for the last year, and uh, what a uh, what a ride it's been so far. So welcome back.
2: Well, it's good to be back, Alex. we been missing you guys, man. I you gave Kyle that podcast down in Georgia. I've been missing you guys for a long time. My first time with you guys was our first time, so happy to right. be here.
1: That's right. And Kyle came to visit us in Georgia at the uh, GON Outdoor Blast. <laughs> he thought
0: he was sneaking up on somebody, didn't he? Yeah, he
1: he had thought he yeah. had that inside track. Spotted him across the room. I thought I actually thought that. <laughs> Derek may be the one to surprise us. He was bootlegging around, trying to pretend like he wasn't. He wasn't coming. I thought he might come strutting up. He's about what are you about six three, Derek?
2: About six two on a good day.
1: Yeah, big old boy. About like myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got
0: you by a few pounds.
1: Maybe a few. Maybe a few. Well. Tonight was uh, was all about going over the scope of the season. We wanted to talk to the guys. We wanted to see where their season went, see how it progressed for them, and see where the Full Draw assassins team has made it this far in their uh, – really, it's your inaugural year with your, your new team members. It's kind of been your, your season uh, of of choice, so to speak. It's your first full season in Ohio, uh, and, and I know – i think kyle you you've been on the road working so much buddy i don't know if you're even gonna get to hunt save that money up though because you're young enough you're gonna need it (laughs) but it's been it's been cool to watch the the storylines that y'all have been writing for yourselves and it's been very neat to watch where you're where you're going and where you're progressively moving forward you got your carbon tv deal y'all been dropping some amazing content there the photography stuff is just second to none right now y'all are doing a great job with it and Coming from the backgrounds, as everyone found out on the show that we did with you guys previously, to where you're at now, it's been a it's been cool to watch and it's been a blessing to be a part of in any way, shape, or form that we have. Um, and I I don't know. I guess we'll talk about a little trade show that happened recently that you guys were a part of. We might get into that. We may know. Tell where this show's going to go. I don't know. These are these Take are it not. It's
0: our little campfire. It show. is a
1: campfire <laughs> session for sure because these are our buddies and. I'm just gonna kick it right off the gate and let Derek take the wheel since he since Kyle's jumped ahead of him two episodes with us. So, Derek, what <laughs> is up, man?
2: <laughs> what's up, guys, man? It's been a while. I'm happy to talk to you boys.
1: You've Been doing a lot of podcasting.
2: Yeah, I see that, man. I'm ha- happy for you guys. Yeah, ATA, you guys want to talk about ATA, man? That was a that was a cool time with Kyle, but um, for the season being in Ohio, um, it was definitely a learning experience for me because um, moving out here initially it was just public land that's all I was focusing on I did all my scouting on public land and then I met Kyle and, or Tyler and Colt brought them on and then it kind of I had to shift mindsets to private land hunting on their farms with them and it, it was it was kind of tough it was real tough hunting land I don't know and it's hard for me you know they gave me free reigns like here you hunt this this part this property and we'll be over there and at uh, it was, it was a little hard to get used to, you know, without asking them, where should I go? Where should I go? What should I do? But um, for those boys to be able to um, shoot deer was awesome. Like they always do. Um, I didn't really talk about it publicly. Um, I had COVID uh, November 3rd. So that was like probably the worst time to get sick. Um, I didn't want to go up there with the boys to get them sick. Um, Cole actually texted me. He said he shot his buck. Um, Then that next day I was well headed right up and started my 18 day trip up there with them. Um, I got on some deer. I got them had a good time. I was there with Tyler when he shot his buck out of the saddle. Um, our first buck ever out of a saddle as a team. That was pretty cool. But um, no, it was def- definitely a learning experience. So going into this year, I learned a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm still not done. I'm going hunting tomorrow, hitting some public land. We we run till February 6th out here. There's snow on the ground. So as long as their season, you know, I'll be out in the woods. But uh, that it was good. Kyle came up to Ohio. Uh, we filmed that bike scene. That was hilarious. I'm sure we'll get into yeah. that. It wasn't as uh, easy as it looked in that video. It was a long, long day of filming for that. But uh, <laughs> no, it was good. It was definitely a good season for me. I can't, I might not have a buck on my wall after this year, but a lot of learning, a lot of learning experience. Totally different terrain, different land, different weather. It was just, it was all different, but it was uh, all good, all good.
1: Well, I tell you what. Since we first met you and and got to talk to you, we've probably had a, a host of guys that I don't even can't think about all of them that have been part of that flintlock hunting. We've uh, we've had RP Scritchfield on, and he he to, he's getting ready to go on an amazing journey with a flintlock, um, trying to complete a, a turkey slam. Yeah, the turkey slam with a flintlock. Uh, he's going to begin that this this spring and chase them all over the country to try to get that done. And we just had. Um, Clint Campbell on from
0: uh PA. I don't remember the town. Oh, Truth from the Stand. Truth from
1: the Stand, uh, and he was he was talking about the growing up in PA and the Orange Army. Wasn't that what he called it? There were seven hundred, nine hundred thousand people in the woods on opening day, and he's it was it was neat. And I think that's one thing that we've always related back to you with because it does it does tr- transpond to Georgia in in a close fashion as far as the deer hunting goes, and it is close knit and. Of course, we went to Illinois and, and hammered on a few, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a great year all around, and I think that's the, the cool thing about it is you guys are in a new capacity and we're in a new capacity, and it's just growing together. We said that all along. We wanted to grow with you guys and be a part of it any way we could to help you out, and y'all have done the same for us. So it's been fun. I've seen,
0: I've seen them grow a lot in this past year, and um, it's been good to watch at Carbon TV. Man, they're, Derek, you're killing it on editing, man. I guess you're the one doing the primary editing. It's,
2: yeah. It's, yeah. I'm trying, man. It's, it's every video. It's learning something for the next one. You know, that's, are y'all that's working
0: step-by-step. Step. Do y'all, when y'all do the editing, do you guys review it together before you, before you submit it? Or how, how does that work?
2: Uh, how we Well, kind of how me and Kyle do it is we, you know, if I'm not with Colt, Tyler, or Kyle, when they shoot something or anything they want put out there, they send me the footage. I edit, I work on it. I send it to Kyle. I have him watch it and, I don't know if he's just being a good buddy of mine, but 99% of the time it's thumbs up. It's ready to go. That's pretty much how we do it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
3: I mean, I I trust him after my 59 hours buck dropped and hadn't even met the dude. I was shocked by what I watched and not nine times out of 10. I mean, it's, it's pretty killer what he puts together that quick, especially with going on carbon TVs, having to throw it together pretty quick because we're trying to, pump out an episode a week or every two weeks. And it's hard to throw a whole story together that quick. And he does a great job of it.
0: How much footage are you taking at the beginning there to cut it down to what you're putting out?
2: Um, I, I, I always pre I preach to, I mean, Kyle knows I preach to Tyler and Colt when I'm not with them is just film, film everything. Anytime someone's talking, keep that camera rolling. I could just cut stuff. It's easier to cut stuff than try to speak for stuff. You know what I mean? So, but that it's honestly and I, I tell it to them, they're like, Man, you like Kyle, or Tyler's video when he shot that buck out of the saddle. I mean, I was done that. He shot that deer. We got all the footage together on one SD card. I started editing at his house during my trip. I was still hunting. I was done that in less than three hours. It's when I have everything put together, I have all the footage I need and everything's just right in front of me. I don't have to look for anything. I'm not I'm not fishing for anything it just goes so smooth. And when I have guys like Kyle, Tyler, Colt, that n- kind of know how I edit now, just being together, they know what to give me. I don't have to ask for it. It's just, it's awesome. We work so much better when everyone knows the same page and same with Kyle with his photos, you know, he's, I send him pictures of, the boys, send me pictures. I edit some of them. The ones I can't edit, um, to at my ability, I'll send it to Kyle. Kyle's a little more advanced with photo editing. He does the same thing. It's just a wheel that just keeps spinning with all of us, and the fact that we all pick up our own part. No one's no one's dragging feet. You know, no one says no. Why do I got to do this? If you has I want to do something. It's everything's asked for a reason, and everyone just steps up to the plate. It's, and it helps out with everything.
0: Kyle, if you're out filming by yourself, do you go back and review the footage before you send it to Derek, or do you go ahead and just send him everything?
3: Uh, so usually, I'll get on my laptop and open up the software that i use to view it and i usually go through it you know i won't send them everything because i mean it's a lot and especially with like my new camera the files are huge and we started using dropbox (laughs) this year and we only have two terabytes i think and it adds up quicker than you'd think and i mean that's two thousand gigabytes and i mean it's it's filling up we haven't filled it up yet but we're gonna have to start taking some stuff off or get more terabytes on there but yes i do review all the footage okay
0: Good i'll have. say
2: i'll say something to that about Kyle's camera kyle has one of the best cameras that you can have um in anything not even just the industry a lot of bigger guys use it and i'll tell you right now kyle every time you send me footage my computer has a heart attack
0: because <laughs> <I bet>. <laughs> it,
2: <laughs> it takes me extra long i it, it takes me 10 hours to edit a 10 minute video of his footage because it's just so clear and crisp it's ridiculous but it just turns out great, so it's worth the time. But I have to throw that in there, Kyle. Get a cheaper camera, like the rest of us. You show up. I
3: had one, and then finally, you know, I'm out here working, and I can afford one. What do
1: you, What camera are you running, Kyle? Uh, the Sony A7 III. Yeah, everybody talks about that being an amazing camera to film with. If you're going to go that route, with. my problem with it yeah. is is that a DSLR. It is and it, I just can't get in my mind operating that camera by myself. I like my one-handed. I like my 700. It, it works great, and, and I like to be able to maneuver that camera around because we all know it can drop at a moment's notice a deer walks in on you, and I just I, I feel like I would miss so much with that camera. But from a photography side, that
0: camera is badass. He took, he took some great pictures at ATA. Yeah,
3: you, you say you think you'd miss a lot with it, that's, that was my problem with my old camera. I was missing a lot with it because like the capabilities of it would only go so far. And that's the reason I got this camera because like, number one, it's amazing in low light it lets a lot of light in. And I, I like to take pictures of Turkey, you know, when they're on the roost, like you can't see anything. They land on the ground, they're fighting, still can't see anything. But with this camera, I mean, it, it's, it's daylight, like you can, you, you won't miss a shot. It's like uh 10 frames per second or whatever. And it's just an all around amazing camera.
1: Yeah. That's everybody that I talk to online, any of those pages or anything. If you ask what the best one out there is, as far as a DSLR is. And I mean, I, I just, I go back to that thought process with a video camera versus a, a camera like that. I think it would be easier to use. Uh, if you wanted to do both me, I'm, wanting to film and not necessarily take that many pictures. And, gosh, man, I, I, it makes me sick to think, though, that I've missed so many opportunities with a badass camera like that to take. Cody's got a great camera. We don't never see it, but uh, he's got a great one. Or Waddy. Yeah, and then shout-out to our boy before we go any further. He's actually in the hospital right now, just had his appendix removed. So, uh, Waddy's, Waddy's struggling right now. So, he's uh, he's he's doing okay with it. He's just really sore. So, He'll be he'll be back on the scene in a moment's notice. I'm sure. So,
2: yeah, but when it comes to cameras too, man, um, I use a, I use a cheaper end camera that anyone can really afford. I mean, I my cam- my whole setup with the lens and everything is probably thousand dollars. That's with the lens and the camera, and I, I'm happy. I shoot great footage with it. You know,
0: and what do uh, you have there?
2: I have a Canon EOS 250D. Okay, um, it's it's a very affordable beginner camera. Um, I'm going to upgrade soon because just like why Kyle upgraded, he, his ability started to get too advanced for what his camera could do. He was too quick for his camera. And I'm starting to get that way now. But I I love what I do with it. You know, I, most a lot of the pictures you see are from my camera. A lot of the videos are from my camera. Uh, Colt runs a video camera like you were saying, Alex. He runs a, uh, uh, a high-end Canon. I don't know what it, – it's pretty nice though. Um, but you don't get that you see the difference in the DSLR mirrorless cameras when you're editing compared to the video camera. His video camera is 4K, just like our mirrorless, but it's you can see the difference from a mirrorless DSLR to a video camera. And for what we're doing compared to what anyone else is doing, it's like if we want it to be as crisp as possible, as clean as possible. So we use what we what we use. But that video camera for Turkey, which is he uses a lot, it's so easy to use. You know, you get away with a lot less movement when you get a DSLR you got to use your left hand to zoom. It's too much movement. So the video camera is a real big, vital part of our turkey season compared to a DSLR.
0: Sorry. Um, When you were walking around up there, and this might be an odd question, but when you were walking around up there, uh, Kyle, at ATA with that camera, taking pictures, at, at any point in time, did you feel awkward and snapping? Because I know you were just taking pictures out in the wide open, weren't you? You weren't just, yeah, a, you yeah weren't...
3: no. I, I mean, that camera's like part of my body.
0: Okay. Okay. So nobody ever gave you, like, what the heck is this guy doing?
3: Uh, no, I don't know. I guess I don't pay too much attention to it. I'm just trying to get a shot and taking pictures just comes pretty naturally after doing it for as long as I've been doing it. Now it's, I don't know, just part of it.
0: Yeah. I know you took some amazing photos over there at a Latitude booth. I look real good.
3: Yep, we made sure to take lots of pictures, went around, got some good video. Me and Derek were passing the camera back and forth. He was giving me crap about babying my camera. But I mean I run it through the dirt during turkey season. I mean, I really do.
1: Well, you got to when you're killing birds like you
0: you kill, so when you're when you're when y'all when when y'all are both filming, are y'all you both filming in 4K? Yeah, yeah. Most ninety percent of the
2: time, yeah. Okay.
0: I know that's got to eat up a lot of memory card
2: and unless it's low light conditions, like early morning, last light, then you kind of drop it down a little bit. And that's what Kyle was saying. His camera, um, last light conditions are, it's ridiculous how much better his camera is to mine. So I'm getting out of the woods a lot earlier for camera light than he can with his camera. So that's the, advantage when of his it, when camera over see, when
3: it's that dark, it's a huge difference too. Cause it's not as pixelated either. So like, Uh, that's the good thing about the camera that does really well with turning the ISO up. Like you almost don't notice all the grain, even when you turn it up really high.
0: So is that why you say you turn it up or turn it down when it gets daylight or when the sun's coming up, I guess?
3: Yeah. So, you know, normally around 80 or a hundred ISO, you know, when you have good daylight, but when it's dark, you're cranking that up, you know, could be, 20,000 ISO and I mean some cameras only go so high but at 20,000 ISO it's really not that noticeable on my camera it doesn't get too grainy it the sensor handles it really well but I mean I can turn it well past that you may see a little grain but the fact that it can still get that shot and it still look good is amazing
0: okay now on those goPro on the action side of it do you guys also run 4k on those? yeah yeah so everything's 4k yeah
3: yeah. gopros just don't handle light well
0: we'll say that again
3: the gopros don't handle low light well no
0: not at all not at all
3: (laughs) it's horrible
0: yeah i I learned that a lot now this is our first year filming and i learned that low light stuff like and i would be out there and it'd be getting daylight and i would turn the camera on and i was like i can't see nothing even with the low light feature i couldn't see nothing so
2: even in the evening, you'll catch me getting out of the stand twenty minutes before anyone else would. Because I, because I, if I don't, I, I, don't go by shooting hours. I go by camera light. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose camera light probably twenty minutes before legal shooting light. I'm getting out of there because I'm not. You know, we're at we're at this point now. Where we're not shooting nothing unless it's on film. Unless something terribly goes wrong, like what happened. to Colt with his buck. So, yeah. But I know what you mean. At low light, it's that's why his camera's just. It's ridiculous. It's almost unfair. How good his camera is.
1: What was the the story behind that?
2: Uh, behind Colts Buck. Yeah. So he went out the night before, um, and Tyler was filming him, and it was it was pouring down rain, and he uses a remote control on his camera, and it must have got wet or something. And this is funny because I wasn't up there. I was I was sick with COVID. So the next day, I know he was going out after this buck that he's been seeing. It's real old deer. Um, it scored pretty low compared to what he normally shoots, but he's that's how we are—age over antlers, you know. And it was an old deer. He knew was an old deer, um, and he said that deer came in. He had perfect footage of it. The camera was on, but the record button on his remote got wet from the rain for the night before, so it never hit record. He called me. It's funny. He called me. He's like, uh, he's like, hey. I said, what's up? He's like, I shot a buck. I said, why do you not sound so happy about it? He said, I've been pacing back and forth for the last hour on who to call or who's going to call you and tell you it wasn't on film. Oh, man. They were so scared. I, it was it, it was so cute. I was like, dude, it's all right, man. It's like you shot a buck. Hell yeah, dude. I said, congrats, man. I said, it's something you could do. You, you did everything right. Nothing, nothing to worry about. We'll take some good pictures. We'll get it out there. We'll pick you up, you know. And then it was cool to Tyler shot his fuck two days later. He did pick him up, like right. a team should. But, you know, that's just what happens, you know, and the weather, all that stuff. And that's, he. you know, he learned, you know, he's going to cover his camera up or not hunt when it's raining, you know, because I don't hunt when it's raining because there's enough days in the season that I I don't need to absolutely hunt that day. You know, I could wait till the next day. There's enough time in the season I'm not going to risk it's expensive equipment we're toting around, you know, it's not worth all that. You know, we all have jobs. We're not getting paid to pay for our cameras. So it's my personal stuff. It's Kyle's personal stuff. So yeah, but that was, it was a shame, but we, we pieced it together real well. And that's like I said about editing, that was a harder edit to do because I didn't have all the pieces there. And I kind of had to piece it together to make someone actually want to watch it, even though the deer, the kill shot wasn't on there but all in all we were pumped he said he got the ball rolling for the team and that's all we could ask for you know
1: do you feel like they have lived up to the expectation or the i guess the hype behind them that you put out cuz i mean you were you're were touting these guys pretty hard i'm 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 gonna be the first to say it cuz when i talked to you on the phone you were telling me hey i got two new boys coming in and they're they're going to be some they're going to be something good for us is it has it lived up to that for you
2: I mean they got tags filled and me and Kyle Don't so that's it. <laughs> that's
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it.
2: <laughs> well, no, nah, but th- they're good boys, man. They're good boys.
1: And I think that's the thing that you've done a very good job at you and you and Kyle both in building a team atmosphere cuz it does. I mean, you go back to the bicycle story. I mean, that was it was something that had came into came into the mind and Fortunately for those on the inside, we got a little bit of an inside track on that and heard about it and everything. And I was like, dude, that is going to be epic. I mean, it's going to be cool to hear, and it was neat to see because, like we said, and, and I know we talked to you, Kyle, about this. Yeah, it's a it's a way for somebody to throw shade at you, and it's just kind of a it's a kind of a middle finger back at them. Like, look, we're having a good time. If you don't like it, you can hit that unfollow button at any time. And that was it. That's just the way y'all do things. And, but y'all don't argue with people y'all don't play into the negativity. And that's the one thing that's always, you know, they, they want to throw shade. That's cool. I don't care. We're going to keep doing us and we're going to keep doing it the way that we want to, because this is what we believe in. And that's something you guys have stood for. And, and that's, that's pretty cool. So.
3: Yeah. That's something me and Derek have talked about a lot lately is, you know, kind of standing behind who we are. I mean, we're a bunch of goofballs. I mean, we really are. We like to be serious, but at the end of the day, we love having fun and doing what we do at the same time. So that's why we like to start off with something funny usually. And for our second episode on carbon, it just happened to be the boys are back in town and (laughs) brought the bike down and we had some fun with it.
0: How is the relationship with carbon going?
2: Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's really good. Um, the, the, the analytics that they provide for us, it's just, it's incredible. It really helps with editing and when we post certain things and we wanted to do things differently this year. And like Kyle said, in the beginning of the show, um, uh, it was hard to try to put an episode out weekly as we're hunting, you know, cause I'm hunting, I'm huntin', I took, I took, I've been off since October until my tags filled. I'm, I'm, i took off of work, but I'm hunting and editing. If I have to edit, I didn't hunt that morning. And just trying to get that stuff out there, because there's a lot of guys on like Carbon TV and a lot of those other streaming networks, you know, their style is, you know, they'll hunt. They'll put those episodes out the year later or in the wintertime or later than that. But we wanted to kind of just keep it, keep it up to date. So if a deer shot on Monday, that video is out by Wednesday, Thursday, you know, try to keep people intrigued to what we're doing and feel like they're part of the team. Essentially, you know, if they're following along with us, you know, like we hope they are. Um, but yeah, the relationship's been great. We're trying to really push, we're posting our videos from carbon on YouTube now weekly as, as we get closer to Turkey season, uh, we have all our Turkey hunt videos from last year. We're going to dump on carbon TV around March. Um, and yeah, so carbon's been great for us. It's actually motivated us a lot to, it motivated me a lot to really get good on my edits after seeing some of the good stuff that they ha- actually have on that network. Um, but yeah everything's been good the, the community's great i could pick up a phone and talk to anyone who works in the headquarters for carbon tv and get any questions i need answered. so
0: i'll speak for everybody on this i'm jealous that you get to take off from october to now to, to hunt
3: yeah me too <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: no comment, yeah, he, he, no comment. Quiet there. He, he ain't even gonna start
1: <laughs> uh, well uh there was a kind of another big announcement you guys had since the last time we had you on a new partnership maybe a little cabinet over your shoulder there Derek. uh you want to wanna tell us about that little deal a little bit before we before we get into the ata recap
2: yeah it's supposed to see that boys oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah scent crusher um I I've I've been using scent crusher for years um I know Colton Tyler have I don't know Kyle were you using scent crusher products before uh I mean
3: I have but yeah I've I've bounced around you know testing stuff out seeing what works best and here we are back with scent crusher
2: yeah so I've been using their stuff and um that's actually if you talk about shade that's probably the most shade that we get is that we push scent crusher products um you know you know you get those guys oh play the wind yeah we play the wind too but um no, they've been nothing but great for us. I mean, they reached out to us and it feels good when someone's actually following our stuff and um, likes what we're doing. It just keeps us going harder, but just the relationship we've built with them has been amazing with a bigger company as they are. And just the products that they provide and everything is just great. It's makes, makes us better photographers and stuff because now we have product to take pictures for. We have stuff to do. It's, It's awesome. But, yeah, St. Crusher's been really good to all four of us.
1: We use the crusher bags, Cody and I do, and we we run the ozone generators in the vehicles. I mean, it's something that we've – two years ago, Cody introduced me to it in Illinois, and I honestly believe it, it has played into my success. Now, anybody can believe what they want with it. I don't feel like you're ever going to beat a deer's nose in the wind. But I want that advantage if I get a swirling wind, especially what we get here in the south. I, I honestly believe it, it helps. I, I mean, it may not eliminate everything. I believe it helps, and I, I honestly am a, a fan of it, whether you're using any scent crusher one you build at home or whatever. I think if you're using those ozone generators, they be careful putting too much of your elastic stuff in there because it will...
2: Uh, I- it will eat I've the, heard that
3: i was scared all season but i i didn't have any
2: problems well i my can, beanie now it looks like a yarmulke on me it just sits on the top I learned well the
1: hard nick could wear my uh my under armor uh uh bottoms now because they stretched them. out so bad you can't they have no elastic in the waist whatsoever really yeah why is that It breaks down the uh, the elastic fiber in there when you put too much. And I was taking and throwing my stuff in there for when I first got it. You know, I I put my stuff in there every single time I would go hunting. I would get home, I would take all my stuff, I'll put it in that bag. Thirty minutes, get it out, go for a three hour hunt, come home, put it in there. Thirty minutes. Then before I went hunting the next time, thirty minutes, and I would and I didn't realize what I was doing. I pulled a pair of those cold proof bottoms out. In, and i was actually in iowa because i hadn't wore them all year they were the really thick ones and uh, it was no <laughs> waistband whatsoever i was like holy crap it did, and it broke them down so i've i've since adjusted putting what i put in there because thank goodness it didn't blow the the straps that, out of my underarm that and though, man
0: is it's tough like when we went to that show that kyle come down for cody had one of those plug-in things in his truck i bet i didn't make it five miles from the house here and I was like, "You gotta unplug that thing. It's about to kill me." When we first started running the generators in the vehicle,
1: it, it would almost make me sick. Yeah, and now I'm used to it to the point where it doesn't even—I don't even notice it. Yeah, because I run him one in my work car. I mean, I put it in there and just turn it on to kill the smell in the vehicle i mean
0: that's from all that shit in the floorboard <laughs> yeah that, well that's all that snuff and candy
1: wrappers and everything else it looks like i've dumped an entire can of snuff in, in my vehicle i mean it's everywhere so well let's go into ata um first year for you guys at ata right yes sir hey, what was that an experience that was uh what you expected it to be
2: uh, i've been wanting i've been wanting to go to ata uh before full draw assassins was even a thing. So it was like, it was a really big deal for me. Um, and I'm just happy Kyle was able to come along with me. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. We'll say it was fun, right? Kyle will say it was a good time. It was one hell of a time. <laughs>
3: it, it really was. I mean, all around we met some great people. I mean, just really relatable and people who are doing exactly what we're doing. So, I mean, it's just like meeting some really good friends that you've never met, but I mean we connected really well and, you know, talked to each other on different things, helping each other out and just networked with them and you know, now we're still talking back and forth and it I mean overall it was a good show, not just for everything that was there, but the people.
2: Do you that's what we said too, Kyle. We said we said I'll take after doing that and being in a room with guys that you know you see on social media and um, on your TV, even, and stuff like that. I would take, like, one of those weekends once a month with everyone in a room over social media, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. And sure. that's that's what you got. That's what I got out of it is, like, it's putting a face to these guys yeah. and realize, hey, these guys are who they are. You know, they're they're genuine guys. And um, just like you boys, we I got to get together with you guys, you know? It's talking back and forth, but nothing like a human interaction. And that's that was really what was the best part about it. And that's why it's going to make us want to go back every year just to see guys, even if you see them once a year, just like hunting camp for me, I see these guys once a year, but it's like you pick off, pick up where you left off.
1: Does it seem like looking at pictures and everything that the, the saddle hunting game really showed up and showed out at ATA this year. I mean, it it was everywhere he turned from, I know you guys were there with Latitude and that's, you know, one of your partners. And uh, we talked to the guys that, you know, tethered, we talked to guys that, at, uh, what's the other cruiser. cruiser i mean we've we've heard from all of them and we see all these different innovations and do you do you feel like the saddle game represented well there
2: yeah i i think so kyle, kyle probably agrees and you know it's it's funny about the saddle community which i picked up just working at the latitude booth is like you said cruiser and tether um they were hanging out at our booth and vice versa there's no there's no bad blood between any companies it's all trying to grow together to try to get saddles in people's trees you know people get okay with saddle hunting so that was pretty cool to see it's not like what I, you know you think you know bad blood between different companies no it was it was awesome and that's what they need if they want people to saddle hunt and keep the saddle hunting community going but you've seen that with every brand too you know everyone was just everyone's just happy there it's it's hard to explain everyone just has a smile on their face at a, a rough season but Without Latitude, we wouldn't have been there, so hats off to those guys for inviting us there. and That's why Kyle and me, we made sure we made it our mission to take really good pictures for them and um, really give them the light that they deserve. Yeah. yeah, I got him some
3: hats like we got you boys, so they're gonna be looking good too. I know Alex <laughs>
1: loves that FDA hat. Yeah, Nick wore it all deer season. I mean, yeah. he was in it just about every time he went deer hunting. I wear mine. Directly. I didn't kill nothing. I threw it out. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it out the window hey, I he threw it.
0: Mine out too. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and that's what I was telling Nick. Uh, we we've got a show scheduled with the tethered guys and, and Adrian from them. What an what a you know, tout and a uh, a great voice for the saddle hunting community because i made mention that you know we had talked to you guys working with latitude and everything and he had nothing but good things to say about any company out there i mean we we had a 30 minute conversation and he said look i'm not here to tell you to wear tethered he said i'm gonna tell you why i like it the best he said but there's other saddle companies out there and he said and i'm sure they'll be more than happy to tell you you know what's good about theirs but he said you don't really hear a lot of bashing He said most of the bashing comes from the people that are buying this stuff because, and I honestly feel like this is with anything, and we've talked about this time and time again, people that are diehard supporters of a brand are going to put every other brand down out there just because they like something better. They're going to pick it apart and find something they don't like, whether it's a, a real idea or whatever it may be, just because that's what they feel like is the best. I'm no different. I've got things that I feel is the best, but other than Matthew's Bows, that's really the only thing I put down. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to trash on them just for spots. I so. don't
0: say too much. You almost looked at one last year. I look at them every year. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean I'm going to buy one. Hey, what's the, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the biggest downfall to a saddle? Um, well, getting started. Uh, that's probably the biggest
3: downfall, if you ask me uh i took mine out and tested out my first time hunting in it Derek actually tried his out beforehand i took it straight in the woods so for me that's the biggest downfall is getting started and figuring out how to hunt out of this thing how to sit
0: how about you uh, Derek? The down,
2: the, well a downfall for me um if anyone's watched carbon tv our episode uh decisions we made um it's just comes down to practice. I mean, I practiced enough, but you know, you can't that weak side shot uh, over your, if I'm, I'm a right-handed shooter over my right shoulder. Um, I had a target buck that, you know, me and Tyler was filming me. Cause he was tagged out and he was chasing he, me and him were chasing this one deer for about four days. Uh, before that point, we were just, we we're getting closer and closer and closer to this deer. And then we finally figured out where he was bedding in this cut down. Um, so we're like, Hey, let's ditch the tree stand. Let's get up close to him. Let's use the saddles. And so that's the pro of it. We wouldn't have been able to get that close to him with a tree stand. Um, we probably would have made too much noise. So it was able to get in there with the saddles and this deer came out at about 45 yards straight up at me. And he started working to my right side and then I'm, I'm like, Oh crap, here we go. Um, so if I was in a tree stand, that deer was dead. I would have, I would have my tag filled, um, but yeah, it's just, it's something you got to practice. It's very easy to do if you practice it enough. And that's why Latitude's coming out with, that's why they were the big thing at the show that a lot of people were talking about is their new platforms that are coming out with uh, their first platforms or ever, they ever came out with is they have this wing system. That's, that sits close to the tree and makes you able to swing around the tree and shoot both sides um, but that, that was the downfall but it i it's not even really a downfall it's just something you got to really practice at and you could kind of get comfortable with it i was guilty of not practicing it too much thinking I'm setting up i know there's deer's coming on my strong side but not thinking in the back of my head it's still a wild animal it can do whatever it wants
1: was it is it called the fang is that the name of it or uh, what's the name of that platform i don't remember i was trying to trying to remember what it was called
2: uh, I don't know I don't if Did they have a name? I don't think you knew it yet. No. Yeah, no,
3: there's still a lot in the works. They just wanted to show, you know, the basics of what they got coming. I think they're still working on some stuff. And uh, they don't even have a price point. Nothing yet. They just, you know, ATA show, super big show. They got something together that I'm sure they've been working on for a long time. But uh, it's just not at the point of being finished yet. So there's a lot that they don't even know. So obviously we wouldn't
1: know it yeah i just i saw some so i guess maybe they were trying to pick a name for it over on instagram or something they'd posted something about it and somebody thought that was the name uh, yeah. be a good name for it, it looks like a fang, set so of fangs coming yeah. off of it but
0: um, i'm i'm looking to get into it i believe I, I the question i have a couple questions though about like Derek. This is probably a better question for you <laughs> being a bigger guy but you're not as heavy All as me right. But being, oh, okay. being a taller guy. <laughs> <laughs> Little Lewis, that's your name on Instagram. You can't argue it. <laughs> does your does your back hurt up there? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. No.
2: Um honestly when it when it comes to the saddle, like like I don't even I think I told you guys in the first time I was home with you guys. I was I was real skeptical from using a saddle in the beginning, but I'm more comfortable in a saddle than I am in a tree stand, uh, just because I'm not sitting standing, sitting standing. I'm in the same spot. You lean back, you're sitting. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I, I mean, I sat. I did it all day, a couple all day sits in it, and I was perfectly fine. I okay. mean, there's really no. I, I want to say there's a downfall. I really do. I mean, God, I mean, there's really nothing about it that would turn me off from never using it again.
0: Do you have? Do you guys run multiple platforms so you can like maybe leave one in a permanent tree and carry one? Uh, in I
3: I do. I I think Derek might just. You just run one.
2: I just run use run platform. yeah Okay.
3: Yeah. I, I bought two this year. I bought two sets of sticks and two platforms and I kept one in a tree that I was in a lot. And then I took my other one everywhere else. And I mean, I hunted out of that saddle more than a stand this year. And I mean, I'd set up my other platform above some of my other stands just because I preferred hunting out of it. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's a totally different style of hunting that, is hard to get the gist of unless you actually immerse yourself in it and do it.
1: And one it, stick it is really sl-
3: is. It's hard to explain if if
2: you've never saddle hunted, I guess.
1: Well one stick and you know, these guys using one stick to get up, you know, the tree y'all you guys ain't adopted that yet.
0: No, no. I seen a video on that and said, oh I'm good, buddy. I think those are most most of those guys are hunting like like deep mountain I don't know what they're. I'm hunting, not gonna go 30 yards off the road and take one stick with me. But them
1: jokers are—they uh, <laughs> are the one stick idea—is a great concept. I mean, they're limiting their oh, yeah. their their packs, and you are right; they are moving probably farther in than yeah. most people will. But I tell you what—I don't see how in the
0: world <laughs> I would be scared <laughs> to death up there let, with one stick. <laughs> let me ask you this, Kyle, and it's both of y'all: What kind of packs are you guys running with your video equipment? and your sticks, um, platform, all that. Um, and what's what's the weight on
3: them? Say what?
0: And what's the weight on them?
3: Um, I probably couldn't tell you an exact weight on it. I could probably guess, but, uh, personally I'm running two bags. I have my, uh, XOP gear bag. So it's like a backpack and kind of built for the sticks and platform And I put a bunch of camera gear in that and all my snacks and stuff for deer hunting. And then my camera and camera arm, I ordered, I did a bunch of research and I'm super happy with what I bought. It's a 10, I think a 10 liter moment camera bag and it's like a sling. So I can put my backpack on and then I sling that over top. And then on the bottom of that camera bag, there's a spot for a tripod and I just slide my camera arm in it. And then uh, the way it's accessed, uh, if I'm walking and I wanted to snap a picture or something, I can reach over, pull my camera out, and get the pictures. But uh, I'd probably say I'm looking into a new platform and new sticks next year because my backpack was very heavy, and it it got got a little tiring. Uh, Running an extra bag this year, uh, buying that separate camera bag, uh was a little different a little hard to get used to but i can definitely see myself taking that in the woods every time instead of
2: running just one big backpack all diesel yeah see diesel's a little different here i'm i'm probably carrying about 20 pounds in the (laughs) woods here i i I got a big military bag that i bought when i was back in the military and it fits everything um I just, I love it. It has about, I'm staring at it right now. It probably has about 15 pockets on it. So I could put my lens in one. I could put my GoPro in one, my camera in one, uh, my camera arm base in one. Nothing's ever touching each other. And then I can trap my sticks right to that. I go a little heavy, but, you know, it's, it just, it works. It works for me. You know, I just, I kind of just deal with it at this point. I know, I know everything in the saddle industry is light, 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 light. I know it probably changed. How fast I can do certain things But I'm just kind of a routine guy And it's kind of what's been working for me So I just stick to that bag
1: I tell you, 20 pounds is heavy You ought to strap that 42 pound bag That I carried in <laughs> Illinois on my back And I know Watson was carrying just as much Of that hawk and those sticks And
0: we boy What a journey it's been to get to the point That I'm at now It's a whole different game now <laughs> with, the, with the stuff and I, kn- I know this ain't a saddle hunting podcast But I got one more <laughs> question when you guys are going up those tree on, with the sticks, are they on your backpack or do you have a are you using, um, what do they call them, aiders off the back? Or like a mo- moly clip uh, not, or something. Yeah, moly up, clip. Yeah, moly clip.
3: To hook them on
0: to. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I actually bought some. Never used them this year. Uh, I don't know. I guess I was too busy learning other aspects of saddle hunting, but mm-hmm. I, you know, really not much to learn. I just didn't get them out and use them because i I I kind of go you know two sticks at a time. I'd put one stick on and then I'd have two more with me, and that's how I did it. I don't know how Derek does it.
2: Yeah, I could I could normally get the first two sticks on from the ground, and then the other ones I'll just kind of tuck into my saddle and just go on up. Okay. I know everybody's got different Um, methods.
1: Y'all do y'all use aiders?
2: No, but actually we have a video I actually just edited today. It will actually be posting probably this week it's i made a view we made a youtube video and carving video and how we get in the saddle for filming and hunting so it'll be keep, interesting keep to see to that
1: yeah look out for that video dropping because I, I know the the stick game has changed so much since the early days i mean gosh i remember all the way back to the summits that had the, they look like ladder bars off of a fire truck that you hung on the side of the tree and now with every company out there, I mean, you got Novix, you got out on a limb, you got you know Hawk, you got uh, tethered has got some sticks. It's just crazy to see the innovations that's went into them. Um, and then, of course, the sticks I'm running the Lone Wolf Custom Gear. I mean, those and those guys were at the ATA show, and, and I, I, I we've never spoken to them, and hopefully one day we will. We'll get to talk to Andre and Cody, and and get them. One of our newest team members is actually pro staff with them. And uh, so it's it's gonna be cool to cool to see because that's what I'm running now. I mean, and I, I'm a stand guy. I'm not a saddle guy, and that's I don't know. I just I, I talk about it a lot, and I mean it because it's good stuff. So from a from a filming standpoint, do you feel like the learning curve is a little easier with a saddle uh, doing mostly self filming, or do you think it's uh, a little easier with a
2: lock on top setup? 100 percent with the saddle, um, and that's actually what the video we just. I just put together today is about filming out of a saddle. Um, Kyle was probably a hundred percent this year self filming, right? Um, yeah, yeah. There's, I, there's, I had a camera guy. There. I had a camera guy with me probably seventy percent of the time, um, but we both were running saddles. But self filming out of a saddle, it's just it's incredibly easy compared to a tree stand. And that was my biggest gripe with not wanting to use a saddle, thinking it was gonna be hard, but. You think about it; that tree's right in front of you, and not behind you. So that that camera base is right in front of you at all times. So that that camera's moving where you're moving. So it actually helped a lot with filming, and it helps with filming someone else hunt too. Instead of having to hang a two man set, you just hang one set everywhere, and then the camera guy just brings the saddle out. So it's helped out a lot. Yeah.
0: How much high, how much higher is he having to get though? Because I mean, that's he's pretty good. He's pretty good ways up there, right? Well, the uh, saddle, yeah.
2: saddle, you can go kind of the same as the shooter.
0: Oh, just do the opposite side of the tree? Exactly. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Then you guys, I guess you can bank off one another's platform.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, we've done, I'll send you the video. It's fun. The video is exactly this, what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. So I'll send you guys that We're done. Okay. But yeah. No, it It's actually works out perfect. And we talk about it in the videos. If I'm anticipating a deer coming to my strong side, left side, we're watching a deer, I'll have the camera guy set up on my complete right side, so now he's covered by the tree. The tree covers his whole body, so he's getting away with that camera. He's getting away with movement that normally you wouldn't be able to get into with a tree stand because you're sitting higher. So it actually helps out a lot. It's I mean, it it's just it's nuts how much it's helped our how fast we've been able to get how mobile we've been able to get. Um, our footage has been ten times better than a ca- um, than a tree stand. I mean, Kyle shot his buck out of a tree stand last year. How much easier would that have been the film in a saddle? Uh, I
3: mean, probably a lot easier because a, a lot of stuff went wrong in that stand. and I, I was going all around the trees, and if the trees were just in front of me and I didn't have anything behind me or to the sides, I mean, it would have been a lot easier to just swing and shoot instead of lifting over top of everything.
1: Interesting interesting thought process going into this whole saddle regime for uh, talk about it. Outdoors. I mean, it's,
3: it's definitely worth trying. It really is. Uh, I don't know how many times I forgot I was wearing my saddle. When, when I got done hunting, I go to get out of the car, and I forgot to take it off when I got back to my car. I mean, Kind of like it, you forgot to put on pants
0: before this podcast got started, right? <laughs> hey, when you guys were up there at ATA this time, did anything stick out different that you hadn't seen yet as far as a new product uh product wise what do you think
2: kyle anything really got got you going i mean i like the uh, uh, always well tro-
3: yeah yeah uh so nothing that you would think of but uh the those people who stopped us with that uh semi-automatic compound uh, uh, yeah. bow and then a mini crossbow like we were walking and they pulled us and they wanted to tell us all about it. Derek, you want to tell them how how it went down? A
0: semi-automatic it's got, bow. It's got yeah, a clip attached it. to it. No, it no, looks no. like I've an AR. It. For it. it looks like an AR gun, right? You no, load no. it in the end. No, this is a no. Bow. It's, it
2: just goes on the bow.
0: It's a vertical. It goes on your
2: bow. bow. It can go on anyone's bow. You okay. can go On my bow and go. It's an okay. attachment. You put it on the bow. You can load your six arrows in there. And you pull back. You shoot. Pull back again. It loads the arrow for you.
0: <laughs> it's stupid. Is
2: that legal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's legal. That's the first thing I said. It's legal, man. Yeah,
0: yeah they're crazy looking. I now, mean, I, the reason crazy. I asked that, I saw a video the other day. The guy looked like it looked like an AR, but it had a long tube on it. An An airbow. Yeah, it's an airbow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a bad too compre- boy.
2: Yeah, it's
1: a compressed air uh, bow. They're and they're not legal in all states. There's there's several states that they aren't legal in. But what yeah. about Illinois? God, here we go. <laughs> oh, just buy a raven and be done with it. Just sell yeah. that prime, sell that prime, and you can be the be the raven of the group. I got one. I'll Life will you, be so much fact. easier. I got one. I'll put you right in it, son. I don't need it that bad. Oh, uh-huh. I'll sell you a deal in it
0: too. Right now, I got some stuff I want to buy. I need a new scanner. so an auto so an automatic uh, bow. That was the big thing up there. Were I oh,
2: asked guy. I asked the guy I said um why what what's is this like in demand and they're from Austria um the company said they don't have guns they're not allowed to have guns so right. they they use that for um, self-defense home defense there and I was like imagine someone breaking in your house you'd be hold oh, on I gotta get my draw length ready my kisser button ready to go
0: I guess if I didn't have <laughs> no weapons yeah
1: <laughs> would you rather walk yeah, in on the- their
3: little crossbow their big thing was that someone killed a hog with it I mean this this bolt is I mean, no longer than like six inches. I mean, just this little bitty thing and you put it in the crossbow and you put a bunch of them in there and you just have to keep cocking it. But <laughs> I, someone killed a hog with this thing. And I mean, it's itty bitty.
1: The hog or just the crossbow? <laughs> was, the hog or the cro- was the hog or the crossbow little?
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't a ginormous hog, but I mean, it's still a hog and it was pretty big. But the crossbow is itty bitty.
1: Oh man, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, and I guess it <laughs> takes all kind of innovation. You know, we saw that Genesis bow over at uh, the yeah. Alabama. It's the one that's um, Roger raglan has been shooting for years. They're the the scientific research bows that are that are mm-hmm. little bitty. I mean, the the draw length on them is or draw length's the same. The axle axle-to-axle to axle's like twenty is. inches. And it has
2: the, it has the two, the two axle kind of you pull, the gear bows are called. I yep. Think.
1: Yep. Gearhead builds one. Um, yellow hammer outfitters was who we talked to there. And it was, um, it was a Genesis bow, I believe is what it was. It's got two risers and you're holding a center point in the middle yeah. of your, your hands in the middle of it. And so got a whisker biscuit on there. And those dudes <laughs> are shooting a 100 and 120 yards with them. I mean, they're, they're launching arrows at two ninety, three hundred 300 feet per second. I mean, and then they've got these bows, and I want one, and I'm gonna find one, and I don't even know if they were there or not, but I want one of those that shoots the ball bearings. Have you seen those? They it's no. a it's a bow. A slingshot? No, 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 no. It's a bow. It's a it's a compound bow that's about twenty inches axle to axle, and it's sh- it's got <laughs> a a little pocket where your your D loop is, and it's a pocket built into it and, it, and you load ball bearings like quarter, half ounce ball what are you bearings shoot? in there.
0: Huh? What are you gonna shoot? What? Whatever the hell I want to. I ain't
1: scared Whatever of. I'm aiming at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you
3: just hit a slingshot?
1: No kidding. Oh, I want that. listen, why y'all got, y'all they, dream they, y'all, they what have, y'all doing? Y'all y'all dream crushers tonight, they have sights I mean, on them and everything.
0: It's yeah, like, I mean it's like a real a it's a real bow and there's in. it's got you shoot ball bearings with it. Now wasn't there a guy over there, Alabama with the With the the bow and arrow, with the yeah,
1: on the it's a bow fishing rig. That's it's a handheld. Josh has got one of those. Yeah, yeah, he's got one, and you can shoot stuff with. I mean, like gar and everything else. He's got a line attached to it and everything. But I want one of those that shoots those ball. Dude, it'll shoot the piece of three quarter inch
0: plywood. It'll go through. Is that what you want to do? Shoot through wood? I mean, I don't know. I just want to shoot stuff with it. I just want to pull don't it out. Let, don't let Alex come around your shit. He's going to tear it up. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, look at this. Shoot one through the yeah. sheetrock in the house. They won't be a squirrel I left think
1: Alex just wants to get rowdy. He does.
0: He I shot just... a, He shot an air through his... Uncle's building one day, was it? A-
1: hey, 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 <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, don't they, whoa, whoa I don't know about that. I don't think
0: his uncle knew it was him. He still don't know that, huh?
1: <laughs> no, that was a, and he don't listen to the podcast, so it don't really matter. But I was shooting one day, was you there?
0: Yeah. Nick's like, I you thought know. it hit the swimming pool.
1: Yeah, it went underneath. <laughs> I thought it went through their swimming pool, and it stuck in the side of my uncle's uh-huh. building with him sitting in the building. And uh, it's about, what, 100 yards down there to his building. It skipped, and I went down there slipped around the corner and it's sticking in the top rafter of his building i'm like oh god and i had to take it out and that was when i really started paying attention to my backdrop at that time in my life because <laughs> terrible what's the,
0: decision What's new for you boys it's coming up anything that you can talk about
2: uh, uh we got a uh um a show in indiana me and kyle and the boys we got our own full draw assassins booth um at the indiana deer and uh turkey expo um when is a that? lot of planning going into it, uh, February twenty fourth through the twenty seventh. Okay. Um, I know I texted Alex about it. Some questions. It's all new new for us. Getting everything we need. You know, we don't want to go there and look like a bunch of hobos. You know, and just have a table with our name on it. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's that's what we're just trying to take one month at a time. Um, we're excited about that. We're really pumped to try to just meet people in person. That's what ATA kind of did for us. It's like we want to do that more. We want to be more in person with people as best as we can. Yeah. So that was pretty cool.
1: I think it would be neat to have you guys, you know, do something with us in the future, one of these shows that we're set up to go to, because we're going to try to hit two or three a year every year and have you guys come down and spend some time. And, and we've talked about it time and time again. You know, we're going to get you down once we get some things worked out for the future and, and spend some time together and, and just – I want to I want to reiterate to everyone out there that when the first time that we heard anything about the full draw assassins was when you guys went on working class and when I heard your story on there, it made Nick and I, you know, we, we talked about it time and time again that we wanted to get you guys on and from the first conversation we had till now, it has been a uphill climb. I mean, we have we have climbed over stuff and I have never had a conversation with Derek with Kyle and I don't get to talk to Colton and Tyler because they don't have my phone number because I told you not to give it to them. <laughs> I'm just kidding, boys. Y'all can have it. But it's been a it's been such a fun journey to get to this point and see the growth that y'all have had. Because I mean, what you're doing on those videos, I watch. We and you and I talk about it. We watch them when they drop. We want to watch them. We're talking about that. Did you see that video they dropped? And you're doing it in a way that just. I don't know. Don't let the hate ever, ever outshine what you guys are doing. Because I promise, there's a lot of people I tell out people, there
0: that I tell people all the time about Kyle driving down there to see us. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that you don't know what that meant to us. I mean yeah. that, that was a, I mean just pulling up and seeing you know because we'd put a face to the name and, and like you said, Derek, that interaction between people is just so cool. And when you guys come down and spend a whole weekend, it might be some and that was our forehead.
0: That was our first show. We didn't we were blindsided. We didn't know what to think and. Man, it was a great turnout, and and I guess Alex told you guys we're going to be in Nashville in a couple of weeks, and um, you know I don't know if you guys got any plans to come down that way and show off anything, but if you are, come by, stop by and see us.
2: Hell yeah,
1: NWTF. That's awesome. NWTF go is going to be big and for for talk about it
2: outdoors, and if y'all get a that's chance, a big so. show, that's a big show. Yeah, I've always wanted to go there too. I got to see. Uh, when yeah. is that? What's the dates for that?
0: The weekend before you guys go there, the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th, which we're coming up on uh, the 17th. The show doesn't. The show starts on the 16th, but the booths um, don't start until the 17th. They run 17th through the 19th. That's Thursday through Saturday, and they don't have no show okay. on Sunday. Okay. So I think it's only – I want to say it's only $35 to get in. And that actually covers your NWTF membership. If, oh, if, yeah, if you if you already have your NWTF membership and it's paid up, and you show them your card, I believe you just go ahead. and you, They go ahead and give you the badge. You go in. I believe that's how it's that Oh, works. that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So it's uh it's gonna be a first experience for myself. Um, my old buddy can't be there. He's got he's got prior <laughs> plans of shooting some squirrels and some dogs. So um, <laughs> we're gonna do our best to make it without him. Nick's gonna that's be awesome. Nick's gonna be solo podcasting. <laughs> I got old, I got old buddy Waddy with us. He's gonna do
1: good. Y'all yeah. y'all do good together. Yeah. Y'all 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 have taken and taken enough notes. <laughs> y'all know how to run it. Y'all be good. Uh, but I and and like I said, it's just been it's been fun to watch and we talk about you guys a lot and we even hear people that we know mention mm-hmm. you guys and that's what's cool. You know, we get to introduce them to what you guys are doing and I just I, the future of where we are at. And we've said it time and time again, it is the, you know, it's our time to shine in this realm of the world that we're in and people like you. And, you know, we've got, we've got a new group that we started over on Instagram and, and, you know, I added you guys in there and Daniel with from within range. He brought it to my attention back during deer season. We just didn't get it together. And it's an opportunity for us to interact with like-minded individuals and i don't i've met a couple of guys i never knew in there and some of those boys are they've been on the show and we've had conversations with them but it's now expanding your idea uh, or your ideas to them and it's just a way to i don't know help each other out and i think that's the difference we've talked about that time and time again the difference in our generation so
2: yeah it's just keeping the green in the circle man you know um, just family and friends growing together and we've seen that at the show you know and not even at the show but you know the after parties um you know at the bars and stuff and you actually get a like kind of an informal conversations with some of these guys and you know you kind of kind of gravitate to certain people and you and then now me and Kyle have friendships with some guys we met there and we're, we're talking daily we're gonna hunt together do some video stuff together and that's that's all it's about it's just meeting your group of people your core core group of guys in the industry that you you want to grow with you want to grow with them. They want to grow with you. And that's, that's it. Instead of people bickering and seeing who's better and stuff. And that's what it, that's what it used to be. I mean, just from the outsider looking in, that's what it used to be. It was all about ratings for these guys. Um, Just keep it true to yourself, man. Find guys that do the same thing as you. And the sky's the limit, you know?
3: That's right. Yeah. It's all about helping each other out. And I mean, that's what we talked about. That was like a big topic is like the best way that like, is like we're at right now to grow is to help each other out in order to get to the point we want to be at. Like you really got to collaborate and help each other out, help, you know, the people that are following you may not follow us and just trying to really put that follower base together and kind of bring people together. And that's, I don't know what we found is going to help you grow.
0: So, I'm gonna hit on one of my questions. Yeah, go ahead. I got one for him tonight too. Hey, I'm gonna hit one. What is the what would be the perfect day to each of you in the woods? Hmm. Y'all can for hunting like during yes, hunting yeah. season. Yeah. Or what, what would be the perfect day in the woods hunting?
2: You go first, Kyle. <laughs> All right.
3: So, perfect day in the woods hunting. Uh, deer, turkey. What does it matter?
0: Hunting. If, it, if you, if you ask, want to hunt frogs, if Kyle, you ask, if that's your... If you ask me, I'd mix <laughs> them together, but...
3: I don't know. Frog gigging's pretty fun, but uh, I love deer hunting, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Crisp Spring Morning.
0: Woo! We got one, baby! Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> and it, so it, the, way, the way it would probably go <laughs> is I'd hop out of my truck, I'd be feeling good, get up to the top of that hill, and when I when I hit that al hoot, he cuts me off. He just hammers, just oh,
0: just cuts me I'm getting, right. I'm going to let him go. <laughs> Keep going, Cal. Uh, yeah, no.
3: Okay, okay. Yeah, so he'd cut me off. I'd wait a minute. I'd probably hit the al hoot again, and then as soon as he gobbles, I am on the run. I mean, v line right at him uh, sun's starting to rise, but it's still dark enough. I can move through the field and he's not going to see me and, you know, get set up. And there's actually a tree to set on no poison Ivy. It's bigger than like three inches around and somewhere comfy to sit and a little bit of cover. And that Turkey's roosted no farther than 40 yards from me. And, uh, so I'd have my decoys all set up uh, probably just be running one hand if I'm by myself and filming. And, uh, I do a few tree yelps and it's starting to get daylight. He's hammering. Uh, I quit calling. I'm letting him do the work. And, uh, finally I do a few more yelps, a fly down cackle and he just drops off that limb right to the decoy. And, after that, you know it's it's pretty well over from there. I'm just enjoying the show, and then movie's over.
1: For everyone that's not able to see this, Nick doesn't have any pants on this <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that's the that's the end of the show. Sorry, Derek, you don't get the answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
0: gosh, what you got, Derek?
2: Oh, Alex is probably gonna. I'll help you out, Alex here, buddy. <laughs> some deer hunting. I don't know. Qu- Getting into the woods and on Halloween night around. One o'clock in the afternoon, getting in a little early. It's about 40 degrees. It's going to be 30 around the last hour. Batteries are charged for the camera. Bows hung up. I got a deer that I know is in the area. And, I, well, honestly, I hope tomorrow is my favorite day, hunting because I'm going But, <laughs> but if that buck walks out, man, or honestly, at this point, if that doe walks out,
0: <laughs> right. I'll
2: be happy it, and just honestly, the best part of hunting to me is when all my buddies come to help me, and everyone's together. That's that's the best part. Or at just being family and friends all around a deer. You know, you can hunt by yourself, and that's your moment together with God and whoever you talk to you upstairs. But when everyone's together, honoring you, shaking your hand, having a beer, that's a good day hunting.
1: Precious memories, <laughs> how they linger.
0: Boy, I like it. I like it, Derek. Hey, I tell you what, you hit, y'all, y'all both hit it. You
1: did, I was, and you know I think that's why we get along with them so good. I Damn. think it takes it takes one of every crowd to make it work, and that's what made you guys work this far in your game. Can't thank you enough for the uh, for the friendship. And uh,
0: what's your question?
1: Uh I'm not gonna hit it. I'm all, I'm oh, gonna, I'm all, I'm you. gonna let it I, my question was gonna be uh, uh, I, I'm not I'm not gonna go to that. I wanna I wanna leaving leave the uh, listeners. I wanna leave on, the listeners I wanna leaving. leave on the high note for for that. to I had be a, continued. Yeah. Well we thought <laughs> it to to be continued. It's all I think that's probably gonna be a common theme with the with yeah. the full draw guys. It'll always be a to be continued. It'll never be a, a goodbye, it'll always be be see you next time. So um
0: Where's that show at in Indiana? Is it Indianapolis? Way up there, right? yeah. up. that's way up yonder. Yeah. Yep, it's
3: at the state fairgrounds.
2: Yeah. Okay. Hey Nick, I got a question for you before we get off here.
0: Two X. <laughs> Two
2: X. <Yeah. laughs> that's the guy I want to talk to. Uh, me and Colt are coming down to Florida to turkey hunt in March. When do you guys open up?
0: We open up now, April second. April second. Okay.
2: Yep. We're trying to it out. Up
3: like March twenty second last year, the year before. We did.
0: We Florida. did. We, they moved us back. Okay. And took us down from three to two gobblers. Okay. Yeah, are, we're, are we're you, going out
2: of Florida, me and Colton. We were going to try to hit Georgia either on the way down or the way up and uh either hang out with you boys or just get in the woods with you. It doesn't matter.
0: How far south in Florida? Uh
2: Fort Pierce, South Florida.
0: Oh, that's way down there, right?
2: Yeah. But we got to pass through Georgia to get down there. So. Is,
0: is that public land?
2: Um, I'm actually not hunting. I'm filming. He's paying for a uh, they got a trespass fee in Florida. Or something you pay like, the outfitter drops you off on private land that they work with. It's not guided or anything like that. He's he's doing the hunting. He's handling all that. But yeah, I know we're heading down there for like four days. It's me and him.
0: Um, get my number from Alex and call me, and we'll try to set something up. We'll try to we'll try to take you guys or something and do something with it. It sounds good. Yeah, we we put you on some places.
2: Yeah, you just come cool. hang, drink a beer, and.
0: Laugh around. We'll drink a beer after we get. We'll drink a beer after we get done. (laughs) Yeah, y'all will probably be
1: if I if I think where that's at. That's probably about eight hours from us, and we're about probably nine, maybe we're back to Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. We're probably nine and a half, ten hours to you got to where you guys are in Ohio. So that may be an opportunity. It's right in the middle. So it may be an opportunity for a stop. You know, you drive halfway one day, or you know, halfway stop, hunt for a day or whatever. I mean, I, we've got we've got places we can get you on a turkey. Especially we can get you or both. I don't. I ain't, and if one of you if you can call, I ain't too good at that calling. I'll go film, but uh, it, you, we'll we'll get you. We'll on work a something out. Yeah, for sure. We'll make. I'll we'll be make knocking on up. your door,
2: Alex. Get up! It's turkey season, man. Come on, wake no, up. Oh, you
1: ain't gonna wake me up. I promise <laughs> you that. I'll be up. I, yeah, we'll drag you out of bed. Yeah, you'll you, you'll you'll play hell beating me out of the bed, Kyle. I'm, I'm I'm like that spring rabbit. I've got to get up and get gone. Somebody might be on my tail there. If I can't I can't whoop them, but I can outrun them. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, With that's yuck. how
3: I've been this week. It's been hard getting up for work every morning. I'm Got to get up early again tomorrow. So he's robbing that Derek's
1: funny. face. That's, that's, <laughs> my, that's millennial. Uh, that's that millennial in you. That's what's that's what's hurting you.
0: <laughs> Being too young. You ain't used to all that Problem's getting got, up. time
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, Derek, get my number from Alex, man. We'll hook up and we'll uh, I'll make it happen.
2: Yeah, hey, for sure. Sweet, excited, pumped up.
0: I'll at least go. We'll go find something We can at least hear. I don't know if we'll kill him.
2: Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We'll get on. maybe not I'm just running camera, that's good enough for me.
0: No, y'all shooting. Y'all shooting. Come to Georgia, you better have a shotgun. we going I got a shotgun. I got a it. shotgun in <laughs> Barry too. I got an eight
1: thirty five. I'll throw you a
0: three and a half in there. You can roll with it. So shoots a, a little left. I'll bring
2: an autom- automatic compound bow. I'll bring that with us.
0: There you go. We'll go set them turkey blind. Are y'all going to bow hunt for turkeys?
2: Uh not in Florida, he's Because he's paying he's paying a lot. I mean,
0: but are you for guys going to? Um
2: it, de- it depends. We're hitting a couple states this year. I know we're we're hunting in Maine, um, Ohio, obviously Indiana, and then Florida, and then me and Kyle are talking about Oklahoma. So depends how our season's going. But you know something about hitting a hitting a jellyhead with a shotgun. You know that's right. Can't pass that up. Well, always call- makes for good footage.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to shoot one with a bow. I don't believe I'm. I'll stick with a gun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to shoot one with a bow just for spot. Just he's, to- he's got a lot on camera. Yeah. That's what that's where that's where we gotta talk to.
3: And Alex sounds a little bit better over there
1: i hate turkey hunting i love you know why i love turkey hunting because nick loves turkey hunting he does not uh,
3: i think this is how it went the first first podcast we did together
1: this is what 80 88 89 episodes like is somehow we always get on turkey hunting just every time but i can tell you one person i didn't when cuss strickland was on you didn't hear me cussing turkey hunting too much mm, no he brings a different light to the table so boys this hey. is how we
2: are with geese hunting
1: you can have all that we don't do no wing sports we don't duck hunters we nothing like that i mean me neither kyle you like that stuff don't you guilty
0: guilty as charged yeah
3: yeah me and a few of my buddies were a little upset because we're not going to be back to shoot ducks this weekend he killed
0: a pile of something in in downtown up there where he lives (laughs) what was those pigeons is that pigeons?
3: Oh, pigeon! That's my favorite thing to shoot. Oh like, God, here we go! They they're probably turkeys and then pigeons. I love pigeons. Hell, these boys here—they're they're, they're hell, he's sitting me hell on a skyscraper up, up
0: there.
2: Listen, I'm from the city. They're 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 rats with wings. That's all they are. <laughs> yeah. So a
3: lot of these pigeons, they roost like in town. They'll be in town, but oh, then they're coming out to these fields to eat. And uh, after we shot these pigeons, I discovered that there was a bunch of wheat that got spilled. And they were all flying to it from all parts of town.
1: There we go. There you go. Oh. There you go. Just go ahead and just. All right, then. Well, it's good seeing you, Kyle. Hey, they taste good, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, their pigeons are like, they're they, like you said, uh, they are like rats with wings. I mean, they're almost a nuisance up there, aren't they?
2: Oh, yeah. They're horrible in, this, in any city, really. Where I'm from, dude, they're, they're Shitting all over your cars are disgusting. So you kick them. You walk by them, and this guy—he wants to get them mounted on his wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. say nothing. I've got a lot of random yeah. stuff mounted hey, too.
2: In defense of pigeons, they taste
3: just like doves. Really? Yep.
1: Garbage eating pigeons taste like doves. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I made some mean poppers with my buddy, and I mean, you couldn't tell the difference between dove and pigeon when you ate that. And I let a bunch of people try that. That. It, They've never ate
1: pigeon, and they loved it. Interesting to know. I'll, I'll have to remember yep. that next time I go. Uh, hey, maybe we'll have to
3: get on a pigeon feed if you boys come up here. It'll be one hell of a time.
1: Hey, I got have half gun. We'll travel. <laughs>
0: you, yes. ain't said, you ain't said one thing about you said one thing about coyotes.
1: <laughs> no, I ain't no thing in that discussion. We ain't got to talk about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll leave that for the viewers to hear more about. Them. <laughs> uh like i said guys appreciate everything appreciate that y'all it, are doing and um thanks thanks for coming on and being with us again if you're not already go over to instagram and facebook and follow along with the full draw assassins Derek, kyle colton tyler um like i said they're a great group of guys they're doing amazing things in the industry they're a growing team and uh they're going higher than anything we could ever imagined our only hope is that we can uh we can get you back on time and time again and, uh, and, and, and be considered y'all's favorite podcast. Like you told us the first time.
0: Oh, I, I'm still that's, saying That's that.
2: ingrained. That's ingrained in our bylaws
1: before we, uh, before we cut out of here. Um, why don't you give us, give us a rundown. I know one of you guys have got a list of, uh, of, of people that y'all work with that you want to, you want to shout out to
3: Derek, you want to do it, I did it last time. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um latitude alex from latitude um that's probably it, it's just this is a great company to us and it's it's real um it's real personal now it's not just a um, partnership you know they made us feel like we're part of the latitude family um hanging out with the the, the engineers of the brand the, the owners and everything it was just it just been so good to us over this last year and without them um i don't know i don't know where we where we'd be because they just getting guys like that behind us um, really motivates us to create content and um, really use their product and get in the woods. So definitely those guys. And then our, our two guys, Colton Tyler, honestly, that's who I really got to thank a lot because we wouldn't be where we are right now without those two boys um, really picking up for us when we don't have time. And, you know, we're all spread out. I mean, they, they live in Ohio, but they're two and a half hours from me. And I'm, I'm there a lot, but not as much as I can be. Um, They do things I don't have to hold their hands and um, really helps me and Kyle out with some of the workload, but um, for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's just a family and a tight knit family. And then you guys, uh, thank you guys for having us on all the time. And you know, you're tagging us and stuff. We're tagging you guys and stuff. I can pick up my phone and text Alex and, you know, I'll get an answer that day. We'll be able to talk back and forth. We're, Uh, It's not just a podcast and guests. Now, you know, we're friends and that's, that's, that's awesome. You know, that's what this is all about. That's why we do this. You know, we do it for people um, that want to watch our stuff and learn from us. And then if you want to hit us up and bounce off us and get ideas, we'll be more than happy to help you. You know, that's what we're about. So just thank everybody. Honestly, you know, I can't really single out too many people. There's too many people to name.
0: I want to pick your brain soon too, De- uh, Derek, on the uh, editing stuff. Some. Oh, anytime,
2: dude. Yeah. Give me a call anytime. I'll answer the phone.
0: I need to know a little bit more. Anything, Mark?
1: I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for Mark for coming over and joining yeah. us tonight. We, we appreciate him. Nice very, meeting you, nice you, Mark. Nice meet, yeah, Come nice Mark. to meet y'all guys. Can't wait to uh, do some stuff in the future. Well, as we're winding this thing up, it brings us to the final spit of the night, and I just want to say. Don't be afraid to chase your passions no matter where the doubters fall. You can wind up anywhere in the country. You can leave home and end up in a brand-new place to make a new home. And it's your journey and make it yours as you go. Whether you're at full draw or sitting around and talking about it, just live for the moment and be thankful for everything you do. For everyone here at Talk About It Outdoors, we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Come back and be with us again when you can. And remember, smile as you go, but don't forget, Mount the Memories.